How out of here can help you supersize your business. Sharon Hornell from here and our idiom today is out of here. Now out of here is one of those modern, it's actually an African-American modern expression to mean goodbye, I'm going, I am leaving, I'm out of here. It can also be used to express disbelief. So if somebody says, get out of here, you're kidding me, that can't possibly be true. That out of here means an expression of disbelief in that situation. Now, out of here, there are actually, I looked this up, there are 732 synonyms for out of here, meaning to go, to leave, disbelief, etc. 732, and only one antonym, which I found absolutely positively fascinating. Could not find, and I dug, for the actual first use of or origin of this idiom. I think that it's been so commonly used. I, I'm sure I've used this expression, hey, I'm out of here, at least 10,000 times in my life, if not more. I'm, you know, I'm done working. I'm tired of this project. I'm out of here. This party's boring. Let's blow this pop stand. One of the other ways of saying I'm out of here, which was really popular with my friends and I when we were in high school. We would all be at a party. It would get boring or there would be the threat of police intervention or we'd get in trouble uh, by somebody's parents or something. And we'd be like, let's blow this pop sand, meaning let's get out of here before we get in trouble. Uh, it can also be... Um, there's so many different ways to say it, but out of here, most of us just say, hey, I'm out of here, meaning I'm leaving, I'm going home, I'm done for the day, you know, I'm I'm getting out of this particular situation, I'm quitting this job. Um, how many of us have ever been in a job where we're like, this, I'm not a fit here anymore, I'm out of here. I, I know that's been me in a couple of situations. And sometimes it was the company that decided I wasn't fit for them and I was out of there, right? So... How do you use this? How do you use this, this leaving, separation, stopping doing something or disbelief in favor and in, in your business's favor so that you can grow and build the business and the organization that you want to build? Well, a couple of ways. One of the ways I deal with, uh, I guess I want to say ridiculous topics or, or no-win scenarios or no-win situations or topics is I choose not to participate. And I started doing this consciously about... A decade ago, after my sudden cardiac arrest, I was like, there were certain topics and certain things and certain situations that just were so ridiculous and so stress inducing. And I just started to say and started to actually not participate in them. Family drama, for example. I don't know about your family, but my family has some drama every once in a while. And I am from a family of all sisters, all girls. And once in a while, one of them will try to get the rest of us all involved in their drama or one of the other's drama. And after my cardiac arrest, I just started literally saying to my sisters, I'm not going to comment on this. I choose not to participate. It drove them nuts, by the way. It was really funny. But now they're used to it. Now they know that if there's stuff they don't even talk to me about, right? They don't bring up religion. They, they don't bring up politics for the most part. They don't bring up what other one another are doing or judging one another because I'm just not going to participate in those discussions anymore. Um, and and it's really served me well. It's It did massive things in terms of reducing my stress level and the drama in my life. It's like the things I save my energy for the things that are really important and high priority to me. I don't waste them on stuff, number one, that's none of my business. It's none of my business to judge other people. It's none of my business to, to get other people to believe what I believe or have my same opinion. I get my opinion, you get yours. It, there's no sense arguing about it. We're, we're not gonna change each other's minds probably. So why should we get frustrated and upset and you know risk relationships and friendships that have been going on for decades over something as silly as 
politics or or religion but again those are deep-seated personal beliefs based on our experiences so who am i to judge go ahead have your opinion but i get mine too and we're not going to talk about it uh so one way to increase the culture and make sure you have a, a, the culture that you want in your organization is maybe you like me choose not to participate in certain topics and certain issues at the workplace and in, in your business yeah we just we just don't even everybody gets their opinion we don't even discuss we don't even talk about it now that was a hard one realization and it it took a couple of years and a couple of really hurt feelings on different people's part in our organization before we mutually agreed that that was going to be our stance on how we behave toward one another within and outside of the company right not not our personal life but with with the dealings of our company so in dealing with customers and dealing with business partners and dealing with vendors and suppliers and relationships that was our stance as an organization and it served us really really well so how, how else can you do this in your business realize that silence in many situations does not equal compliance or agreement I learned this in corporate America sort of the hard way people and department heads would we we'd all show up at a department head meeting everybody would agree to something in the meeting but as soon as they walked out the door of the meeting, they would start forming side alliances and side agreements, really bad political environment, by the way, um, to, to silently resist whatever change they had just agreed on in the meeting. And I found that super duper frustrating and really undermined. That's one of those organizations that I chose to leave. Um, but be aware that that happens, right? Just because somebody agrees with you to your face doesn't mean they aren't silently seething on the side. And you have to be aware of that, right? So we want to increase our emotional intelligence and our ability to really know what's going on with people and, and communicate with them and ask them questions so that we understand and we know what's going on with them in our environment. Uh, using, I like to use the out of here philosophy on a lot of things in my business and in my life. Uh, if something feels bad to me or doesn't serve me in my business or my life, I'm going to find ways to eliminate that from my life. Whether it's a food that I happen to love, but it's super duper bad for me and gives me a bad body reaction. I'm going to eliminate that as much as I have loved and enjoyed that food throughout my life. Except sea salt caramels. Those are staying no matter what. Um, it, it allows us, if we're having a, we're going to separate and we're going to focus on what's good for us and let go of those things that don't serve us and aren't, aren't good for us. It allows us, number one, to increase our focus and to really hone in on and get to know the people that we're here to serve, the people, our ideal customers, the people we want to serve. And it allows us to let go of those that are not right for our business. They're not right for our products and services. They're not the people we want to build long-term, lifelong relationships with. They're not the people that we even want to serve, maybe. So it allows us to focus in and hone on in on the people we want to be working with and let go of the rest. Same with different situations, different projects, different um, maybe team members that don't fit any longer. As businesses grow and evolve and change, there's always some people that love the way it was in the beginning or love the way it was before and just cannot seem to bring themselves to changing along and growing along with the organization. Some people are like that. And sometimes there will be a separation of people and partners and and things as your business grows or they find a different role in the organization than what they originally did I mean in the beginning we tend to be the jack-of-all-trades in our businesses out of necessity but as they grow and we specialize and develop our role has to change and I think some of the reasons many businesses struggle and fail is because we as the owners aren't willing to let go of and adapt and change and grow in the way we say that we want to grow so 
selecting and choosing among alternatives, I guess that's what I'm talking about now, is uh, allows us to focus. It allows us to align on what's important. It allows us to get better results. It allows us to share clearer messages with people so they know what to expect with us. So we attract the people that are for us and we actually naturally, we don't repel, but we kind of do, but they self-select because people that we're not for, they don't even see us anymore. And the people that we are for absolutely positively see us. So all in all, it ends up creating a better use of, of resources, a better culture and a better environment for everyone involved as our businesses grow and develop. So I'd love to know your experience with out of here. Hey, I'm out of here. Have you ever looked at a situation and just, even if it was just in your head to yourself said, I am so out of here. I am so over this. I am moving on to something that is better for me. All right. That's our idiom. I would love to know, again, your experience with this. I'll be with you tomorrow with another interesting idiom. What does it mean? Where does it come from? And how might you use it to grow your business right now? Take care. Bye. I'm out of here.